Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host, Ryan, here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find the Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6Nerds5. Aw, man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds at Denver Comic-Con 2015. We hope you enjoy the following interview. Welcome to Real Nerds Check. Podcast Check. at Denver Comic-Con. I know, I totally just jumped right in, didn't I? You did. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2015. I am Ryan, and we are here with someone who has a similar name. Why don't you introduce yourself to our wonderful My name audience. is uh, Brian McCulley. Brian McCulley, welcome. Sorry, Brad. You're filming me right there. Um, you are a film director. Yes. And you told me that you were working with an actor who I adore. Um, and you're also a horror film director. Yes, I am. So why don't you start by telling us how you got into the film business? Oh, wow. Well, geez, I started as an actor, actually, uh-huh. back when I was 18 years old. Did a ton of commercials, did a couple of films myself. And then I was very interested uh, with how things work behind the camera. So I started doing apprenticeships and learning wherever I could, working on short projects and other films, until I finally got to a place where I had enough credentials to uh, actually direct my own shorts. Directed about 20 shorts and three feature films today. Wow. So what short was the one that kind of got you over the hump where you decided I can make a feature length? Because that's a big jump. It's a huge jump, man. Uh, <laughs> short films are one thing. Yep. Features are like uh, going to war. You know, it's, it's a different matter for sure. Uh, we, we did a film a couple years ago. It's just getting ready to come out called uh, Driven with Tony Todd, actually. Mm-hmm. And that was the first uh, short film that I did with a name talent that kind of changed what we'd done prior with our friends or other actors that we knew from the community, which were great and mm-hmm. wonderful, but not so much established sure. as someone like Tony Todd. But we actually approached him and cold called him, actually, sent over Love who it. I was, what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, and he responded to it. And uh, he signed on, and we did the film, and it's just getting ready to be uh, released now. Very cool. So what is the premise of Driven? And by the way, the actor I was mentioning was Tony Todd. Right, uh, yeah. Because, you know, I, I was talking to you earlier, I love him in Night of the Living Dead. Right. The remake, and he's so good as Ben. And I didn't think anyone could replace Dwayne, but, like, I think I like him more. Because really? he has he has sadness in his eyes in that character of Ben that I, you cannot teach somebody. Right. And he, the way he delivers lines. Um, so that's amazing that you just cold called him and he says, oh, sure. I guess he just has to be drawn to a project. He does. He liked the script. He liked the idea. Driven's about, it's an action kind of crime drama. That's what it is. Has to do. He plays the bad guy. Sweet. He's the bad guy, which is great. And the local actor, uh, Jamie Richardson, actually plays the good guy. He plays the protagonist. So and they and they uh, they really met in the same level the first day. I mean, they just met the same day we started shooting, but they really hit it off and they had some great chemistry. And it's a really it's a really solid project. So when you become a, di- a director of smaller things and then you bring in someone of a stature of Tony Todd, because not only is he a movie actor, he's a very accomplished stage actor too. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, is there a sense of intimidation when you have him, or do you just 
give him direction and you trust that he's a professional and he'll do exactly what's been told. You know, you never know going in. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say. I, I have found that as a director, it, communication is key. If you tell the talent what's going on and what you expect for them and you collaborate with them to make it better, uh, it seems like things work the best they can. It's when there's a lack of communication or there's a lack of, you know, like I, I probably communicate too much on set. I'm like, okay, guys, that take was great. Next take, we're going to do this and this and this. And they're like, okay, yeah, we get it. But I'm like, I'd rather have you have the information than be standing there wondering what's going on. And that comes with planning, too. Are you a big storyboard person? Or are you, oh, yeah. Or do you plan everything out written-wise? I do a shot list, and I, I do storyboards just for myself. Mm -hmm. um, my storyboards are terrible. I'm not <laughs> I, I can't really draw. But if it's a bigger project, I'll, I'll hire somebody to do the story for storyboards for me. So you have like mine, which are like these stick people that aren't very cool, and you use storyboards. <laughs> but I have found that if you give the storyboards to the whole crew, then everybody understands what you're making. And do you think, though, too, because you give so much direction that way, because you came from the acting side, yeah. so you understand what performances you need? I feel like there's very few actor-directors left. I mean, most films are made in a computer. Mm -hmm. I mean, John Favreau, actor-director, yep. you know, actor-director because he came up as an actor, mm -hmm. you know, Ron Howard, I think, but, you know, there, there aren't a lot, a lot left. And do you think, can that hurt you, though, where people might say, well, he's not going to be very technically as uh, proficient as another director because he's an actor-director? Yeah, like James Cameron, I mean, he understands everything in the computer and he, he has it in his mind and he can get there and... Yeah, definitely. I think that's a that's a concern. But I would I would argue that James Cameron doesn't know how to direct actors, so <laughs> uh, his movies look great. But uh, well, James Cameron does it all, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. he's only done two. He hasn't done two jobs: acting and catering. Everything else he's done. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's great. Um, he's like one of my least favorite like huge directors because not I don't have anything against him personally. It's just everyone loves his stuff, and I'm just not warm to it. I'm, Guy has the biggest two top grossing films in the last yeah. century. And here's the thing: is Avatar, I like, eh. and then uh, Titanic, eh. but you give me Terminator and T2, I'm all, all day long. <laughs> that Aliens, hey, I'll watch things get killed all day long. He needs yeah, to do those great. again. He needs yeah, to do are, those. Are wonderful films. So, what was your influences then as a director? Um, because I was told you're a horror director, but. Right. Uh, you're telling me that your Tony Todd one's like a crime drama. So that one is a crime drama. I mean, we're doing a we're doing a, a film right now. We just shot two weekends ago with Tony Todd. He came to town. and We did a, a film called Broken Cross, which is actually part of anthology. It's a, it's a series of comic books, short films, and feature films. Oh wow! And it's all about the occult and it has a real dark take to it. And he's the he's the priest that fights for God. Sweet. You know? And which is uh, a really really cool role for him, and he just you know fits it perfectly. He must have loved you then. He's willing to come back and work with you. That's awesome. Well, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. I mean, if you work with him once and they come back a second time, you're doing something. Right? <laughs> you must be doing something yeah, right. I hope so. So where can we find you online and where can we uh, see your pictures? Yeah, and follow me on Twitter, at uh, Brian McCulley, B-R-I-A-N-M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y, on Twitter. And then my company is AEC Studios, like an entertainment company, AEC Studios. Very cool. Well, thanks for stopping by. This is I great, appreciate man. Thank it. you for having me. Yeah. Oh, anytime. Anytime. I can't wait to see you driven. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Why do you guys come up for the premiere? You come check it yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll <laughs> give you This is the end of the interview, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm a great interviewer sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited because I love seeing Tony Todd and I love. Um, I'm such a genre fan that anytime I see people I love in movies, I get really excited. And well, it wouldn't have happened without Jimmy Drain, who's a local uh, film producer here in town. Mm -hmm. Awesome guy. He called me up, hired me as a director, 
and uh, we were able to get Tony Todd for the second project. So a lot of credit goes to him. So after after this project you're making right now, what's the what's the next one? Uh, I've been contracted for two films. One called Down Angel, which is a really gritty, dark crime drama as well, set to shoot in Evergreen, and we have attached uh, a number of name actors for that, which is really cool. Uh, William Forsythe, hopefully, oh, will, very will come nice. on for that, which would be great. And then uh, another film called Final Descent, uh, which is a ski movie, actually. Very cool. And I got uh, Connor Jessup on board for that. He's the he's a character on Falling Skies. Yeah. He plays the middle brother. Yeah. Ben. That's very cool. Well, we look forward to seeing more from you, and that was a better Absolutely. way to enter the interview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for stopping by, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having it. me. Take thanks. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Real Nerds interview at Denver Comic-Con 2015, and we'll see you next year. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover, and also Spark Mandrill for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.